while, while the testimonies were going on, I felt the Lord saying to me, nothing is ever lost. It's quite simple. We just don't know where it is. <laughs> and that's fact. Nothing ever is lost. It's just that you don't know where it is. So what we need the Lord to do is open our eyes so we can find it. A few years ago, not, a few, not too long ago, um, the Lord gave me a word, gave Karen a word, and she spoke it to me, and she said, when the plumb line moves, stand still. Never make a decision when the plumb line moves. So I'm going to race through this, and I need to share with you what's been happening, what's happened, where we are, and where we're going. About, we've got three children, you, know, you more than likely all, you all know, Lauren, the deaf, deaf daughter, and then we've got the twins, 20 years old. Um, we've got one grandchild at that point. Hey, Drew. Uh, we've got one grandchild, and, well, we had one grandchild. And I prophesied to Lauren. I said, God's going to give you a son. And she freaked out. She said, don't ever. I don't want another child. End of the road. So I left it like that. Um, about, about three years ago, I gave a prophetic word. Karen spoke to me. When the plumb line moves, don't move. Oh, heaven's alive. My plumb line moved. All hell broke loose. You know, um, consolation is the word of God. And the word of God came to me like this. You can't stop what comes against you. But you can stop how you respond and react. We had the greatest, deepest violation take place in my family. A not distant family, my immediate family. And I just want to really bless you guys because some of you helped us, counseled us, spoke with us, and walked us through this stuff. And long story short, um, it's going to take many, many years to move on from that, but God does heal. Um, and I had to cancel the trip and come home. And on my, when I got home... Um, I immediately contacted my friend, who's the magistrate of Camperdown Court, fetched him the same day, and I went to the perpetrator, the violator. And I, I was a recce in the army. So as a reconnaissance in the army, I could make a man disappear. And the Lord said to me, walk up to that violator and put your arms around him and forgive him. I can't explain to you the stress in, being, in doing that. Well, time has pro progressed We've got another grandchild now, which is the most gorgeous, gorgeous. And Greg came and Azalea. She is like, and the name Azalea after the flower is not really after the flower. It's a Hebrew name, and it means devoted to God. And she is now, what's it, six weeks, I think it is, five, six weeks. She is so cute, so cute. I sing to her every morning. So it's like, and when I sing to her, she coos back. And yes, and our oldest daughter, Lauren, is now pregnant with a son. Um, so she walks into the house this one morning because, because she never knew she was pregnant. Okay, she like just thought she was growing. And she, th and she thought she had gas. So she walks into the house and she says, oh, I'm feeling so sick. I've got to go to the doctor. Look at this. And she's shaking her tummy and she says, I'm full of gas. <laughs> so we took her, I took her to Conrad Pretorius and he 
did a preggy test. I'm not pregnant. You know, like, put her foot down. I'm not. And a second one, and well, she demanded an x-ray. And he says, well, you can't do x-rays. Let's do a blood test and then an x-ray. And she come, when she came home, she, walks, she was, I've never seen this before. She's crying and laughing. And she walks straight up to me and she says, it's all your fault. <laughs> I was like, I've got nothing to do with this. <laughs> oh, it was like, help me, Lord Jesus. Well, Joel, Joel our son, had a miracle take place for him last year. He, um, he wanted to go to Honest Deport to do veterinary, but can't get in there because of our current political situation in the country, white boys, white young men can't get into honest support last year or this year. And you can go in on another level and then come across in your third year. So I said to Joel, I said, boy, get your, get your SATs good and I will send you to the U.S. You can go stop. My friends, listen to me. Faith is trusting God not according to your bank balance, but according to <laughs> whatever. And it was like this, the university fees were, I can only say to you, exceptionally exorbitant for, exorbitant for one year, like $41,000. And I never had $10. And God miraculously did something. So Joel has been there. He's come back his first half year. He got 100% for bio. 98 for maths, calculus, I think, also 98. And I'm like standing back and I'm saying, that's my son. <laughs> he, he's got all my brains. <laughs> I've got none left. <laughs> I gave it all to him. Karen never gave him any brains. It was all mine. <laughs> no. Um, the word of the Lord came to me very, very strong this year. Because... Like a tsunami, you know, yesterday there were two tsunamis that took place in Indonesia. There was a, a Karakoa, that volcano erupted, and two tsunamis went through Indonesia. The first tsunami for me that hit us as a family with a violation was, I thought, huge. But the second tsunami was bigger. And what's really good is that is that when something comes up against you, the Lord will prepare you. The Lord will prepare you to stand. So while Joel was at Bible, or not Bible College, while Joel, well, it is a Bible College, Oral Roberts University, but he's studying biomedical science and part of the curriculum, they've got to do a thing called spirit life, whatever, and it's, and he contacted me, he said, Dad, you've got to help me because I've got to do, I've got to do a whole thing on the Holy Spirit, so I thought, well, that's easy, buddy. I'll pull out all my old Bible school notes and I'll give them to you and they take it, run with it. Yeah? And the Lord said to me, no, God wants to teach me something new. Hmm. <laughs> well, I said, Father, you're going to have to show me the new thing. And the Lord said to me very, very straight, very clear. I saw, a, I saw scales. You know the old scales, the two, two like little buckets like this? And they've got to be balanced and the Lord says, I want to show you the scales of the Holy Spirit in the church. And the scales were sitting totally off sync, totally out of balance. And I said, Father, what's this? And the Lord said to me, the scales in the church internationally, the emphasis of the Holy Spirit is always about gifting, but very little about fruit. 
people don't emphasize. What an amazing worship. That, wow, your voice is tremendous. Oh, your preaching is wow. Over. Yeah. My brother, you've got such an ability to grab the group. You've got gifting. But we don't check the fruit. And that is how you test the tree. Not by the gift, but by the fruit. So I said, okay, Lord, show me. And I had a vision of myself walking into a fruit market. So I went walking down the fruit market and there's all this magnificent, and I picked up this avo. It didn't have a blemish on it. And the apples were like, man, they were the best. And the bananas were golden yellow. And the pineapples were, it just was amazing. And I was filling up my packet. And, and my vision flipped, it changed a little bit where I saw myself walking out down this uh, market and then, then I saw myself turn and walk back but into myself and start picking up the fruit and I saw these apples which were like two months old <laughs> you, know when the, you know when that apple is like and the skin's gone leather the bananas have gone beyond black and the pineapple has already gone soggy and it stinks and it's like and I, in, in my split-second vision that God gave me, it was like, Lord God, where's this fruit inspector? Because this place needs to close down. How dare these people sell this type of fruit and trade it as though it's good? And I came out of my vision. And I realized that it's my fruit that was so off the wall. And I just started sobbing. And I said, Lord God, you need to come and touch me. Because you know what? I can, I can paint my face in the morning and look good for you guys. But when all hell breaks loose and I'm in private and my lights are out, let me show you how I manifest. You won't want me on these premises. Let's be real with each other, guys. What you do in private speaks louder than what you do in public. And the Lord said to me, Mark, you need to deal with the hidden fruit, the fruit that is distasteful even to yourself, because that is what I'm looking for. And I said, God, I need mercy. And it brings me to, it brings me to a prophetic word the Lord gave me for 2019. Now, we know our, our, our calendar is very different to the Hebraic calendar. The Hebrew calendar, the year 2019, is actually the year 5779. In Hebrew, that's the year called Hafakpak. Don't worry. Doesn't. <laughs> but the meaning, the meaning of the number nine, the meaning of, two, of 5779 in Hebrew, very clear understanding, is the year that the crooked will be made straight. And I'm going to, I want to read to you exactly what I believe the Lord's told me. Oh, how did I do that? Okay, 2019. It'll be the year that, it'll be the year of establishing your destiny. It'll be the year of permanent change. It'll be the year the crooked past is ceased and destiny is established and made straight. In the year 2019, in the year Hafakpak, you will see a world of crookedness and deceit all that is crooked become more twisted in its way, and it's self-destructive in its purpose and design. In the year 2019, you will see the righteous 
and the pure of heart rise up and establish, be established as pillars of righteousness in a world of crookedness and deceit. I see the twisted, crooked, deceitful ways of man becoming the very downfall of the same person. I see the web of deceit they create wrap around themselves, binding themselves, causing themselves to become immobile and restrained by their own deceitful ways. I see the path of the pure being established and made straight. I see the very foundations of the pure being established and strengthened and increase in parameter and depth. The ways of the righteous will be lifted higher and the ways of the crooked will come to nothing. I see the ways of the crooked will always be crooked, even be more exposed in parallel lines of deceit for everyone to see. The ways of the crooked will always be crooked and when they attempt to have a form of straightness, the crookedness will even be more twisted. The pure and the righteous will see the the pure and the righteous will be seen with greater exposure of my glory than ever before. This is the year, 2019, this is what the Lord said to me. This is the year of holy convocation. Now the word convocation is your job. And the Lord says, it's my job, his job. Okay, the Lord said to me, it's, it's his job to make us pure and holy, preparing us, preparing us for the second coming. 2019 is going to be an awesome year. This is the year of a holy convocation, and I got that from Leviticus 23, 27. The Lord will reveal, this is quite hectic, the Lord will reveal and expose those who are crooked in motive and lift those up who are pure in heart. This is hectic, guys. International organizations and governments are going to stumble in 2019. The international leaders and government leaders who are separated to the Lord and pure in heart will have their path straightened and be established in all they do. Those who are hiding behind a a web of deceit will be exposed. Where sin increases, and my friends, sin is going to increase. We We haven't seen the effect of sin yet. It's going to increase. Because the enemy knows his time is short. And he's going around like a roaring lion. But this is what the word of the Lord says. Where sin increases, grace much more abounds. Revival will be exponential, and the path of truth will be made into a highway. There will be spirit fires all over at the same time, while gentle rain of peace will fall in areas of drought and barrenness. International laws will change, and straight lines will be drawn up. Government leaders and international leaders will call a holy assembly, a holy convocation, While government leaders and international leaders of crooked ways will be exposed in a game of thrones. Okay, we've all heard and seen movies about the game of thrones. it's, It's going to hit, it's going to hit big. While government leaders and international leaders of crooked ways will be exposed in a game of thrones for those who are set to be kings among the nations. We will see in 2019 the righteous be untangled from the crooked ways of the world and become a shining light in a world of unity. The greatest of inventions ever 
are going to take place in the year 2019. And the crown of righteousness will sit on the bride. A wall of protection. And I just, I, I, re, I wrote this in about August last year. And I reread it this morning and I thought, wow, Trump has just closed down government to establish that wall. Now, that's not the wall I'm talking about, okay? A wall of protection will shine and those who are crooked will not perceive the light that is around Israel. The Lord has not forgotten his covenant of blessing and protection to Israel and to all who bless Israel. Listen to this. Israel and the USA will have a bilateral and collateral agreement of solidarity and unity to build on the fundamentals of the covenants of God made with Israel. We will see, okay, now I'm throwing in South Korea here, we will see South Korea join as a tri-nation in these bilateral agreements. I see... Okay, so John, you, you're struggling with the, the agreement between Trump... Israel. I see the plumb line of the law of the word of God straighten out the crooked ways of the nations. In 2019, there will be an awakening of revival in families, communities, and throughout the states and in other countries. Like a level five storm, the Holy Spirit will come in a flood in the year 2019. And sweep through nations, bringing repentance to the very core of societies. Fathers to sons, husbands and wives, daughters and righteousness, and righteousness and families living to honor God. There will be a unit, there will be a uniting for truth and establishing of destiny for the next season to follow. Where sin abounds, grace much more abounds. The crooked paths will be exposed and brought low. The straight path will be lifted high. I have no doubt that the Lord has spoken to me. I'm open for correction. What will happen is that we will see one of two things take place. We will see that those who bless Israel will be blessed and those who curse Israel will be cursed. Your personal feelings of this person being righteous or this person not being righteous is personal. There is no doubt in my heart that God raised up a heathen king to save Israel, and that was King Cyrus. And if the heathen king repents before God, then God will save that person, and everything under that person will be blessed. Because the word of the Lord says, you and your household will be blessed. So I submitted to L and I submitted to the leadership of the church. Part of the, the word that Mark has brought this morning, a word of, a word of encouragement, and, and like with anything that, that we hear from whoever, we have to discern, we have to uh, listen to what the Lord is saying to each of us. And sometimes uh, the word... Uh, we can only see uh, a little way down the line what, whether it was right or not. Isn't that correct? And uh, so we hold these things as lightly. We hold them and, and just ask the Lord just to... Uh, I'm, I'm asking Holy Spirit now. Let's just ask Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, 
You are the teacher. And you show us that in this year ahead, you've shown through what Mark has said, you've shown that there's going to be a rise of evil. And at the same time, a rise of the righteousness of God, the glory of God, of the light shining in the darkness. It's been a bit of a theme throughout this, this morning that if, if I would say to you, what is the Lord saying to us today? In the darkness, and we live in a dark world, Jesus is the light. And we walk in that light, and we walk in the authority of that light. And we bring God's grace, and we bring God's peace To wherever we go. And so I pray for us as a community. And the nuts and bolts of it, of the, of the political wrangling and the, and the, and the everything, every government is an authority because you have let them be an authority. And your sovereign purposes will be fulfilled in this world. And you are coming again. And you will rule with, with righteousness. And so we thank you for that. But we ask, Lord, in this time, before you come again and before your second coming and you wrap this, this whole thing up and you create a new heavens and a new earth and the song we sang earlier on, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We ask that, to, that we would manifest that in this community as that in Sarepta, that that would be who we are, that we will be a community who brings light, who brings life, who brings joy, who brings a hope. And that's in the context of life, and that's in the context of losing things, and that's in the context of death, and that's in the context of uh, world markets maybe not being as strong as you would like them to be. And we have all these plans and, and things which we, we do. But, but I see the Lord calling us. Calling us to a closer intimacy with Him. A closer walk with Him. That we won't be hoodwinked by the stuff. Yeah. But we would walk in, in His purpose and His plans. That we would declare the gospel and the good news. Each one of us, that's what we are called to do. We're called to bring the good news. There's singing, there's, there's music just playing over us now. We've had that song in Zephaniah that the Lord is singing over us. Let us know today that the Lord sings over us. The Lord, Lord is, is, is pleased with, with each of us. Morning all. I'm never shy, am I? I want to honor Mark, and I want to honor John Taylor, and I'm not going to let... We're a family, guys. We're not going to pretend here. I want to make a statement. Donald Trump is morally degenerate. Jesus can use donkeys. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus has used donkeys. He has used the morally degenerate to fulfill his purposes. So although when we look at this man, Donald Trump, 
who has behaved abominably and who's a bombastic Egypt in many respects, we cannot limit what God can do through someone who appears to be morally corrupt and degenerate. And I want to honor you, John, for your courage, and I want to honor you, Mark, for bringing the word of God. And I want to say you're both dearly loved by the Lord, and we're a family, and a family has different members with different views. And I think the most important thing that Mark has said this morning is the development of fruit. And one of those fruits that we need to develop is the ability to exercise self-control and kindness and gentleness towards each other in situations where we do not agree. We can be radically opposed, but in Christ we are here to love one another. Okay. One other thing. Suri. Um, I have been commissioned by the Lord to go to bring Jesus to my Jewish father. I am terrified. I'm going on the, I will see you all next week, but I'm going on the 1st and coming back on the 5th under orders. This is not what I want to do. I have no idea how to do it. I have the faintest idea what to say or how it's all going to be. But the Lord has said, you go and talk to your dad about Jesus. He's on his way out. I mean, he's, he's in dementia. Please pray for me. Just, just pray that God will do it because I can't. Thanks. Lord, just hold, hold your hands towards Amanda. Lord, we, we thank you for Amanda. We thank you for Jesus in her. And, and Amanda, it's not your responsibility to save your dad. It's, it's your heavenly father. And it's his good pleasure to do that. He doesn't want anyone to perish. He wants everyone to come to eternal life. So I ask, Holy Spirit, that you would just bless Amanda as she goes to be with her dad, that you would give her, give her the, the, the words. The Holy Spirit would just be evident in, in it. And, and we ask that you would soften his heart and that he would say yes to the gospel, that he would say yes to Jesus. Because the, in, the, in the end of the day, that is all that matters, walking with Jesus. Amen. I also want to say good morning. <clears throat> it's nearly good afternoon. This is a true Sarepta meeting. The saints, the priests of the king are talking. And it's very exciting. Um, fruit has been mentioned by Amanda again. And... Um, I've got a a tiny teaching, something that the Lord's dropped in my heart here for you and for myself, something I've been chasing for a long time. Who of us wouldn't love to enjoy on a daily basis love, joy, peace, and living in that? Try and get your mind around that, just living in that atmosphere, changing where you go, because you're carrying that love and that peace, a rest and joy. And God wants us to walk in that. Walk by the Spirit. 
And that's the place that is most contented. Imagine the devil having to put up with a bunch of people that walk in that. Doesn't matter what he throws at them. There will be love. There will be peace. There will be patience. And kindness. And gentleness. And goodness. And faith. Thank you, Lord. And self-control. Wouldn't it be wise to find out what militates against us to produce that? I think that would be wise, wouldn't it? The good news is you don't have to go to university to find out how to do that. The enemy will do everything to divorce you from the vine. Yeah. Because that's where the fruit's going to grow. What divorces us from that? Usually people being ugly, yeah. rude, bringing bad news. And what responds? That's the key. How are you going to respond? What options have you got to respond? There's only two flesh or spirit. Hallelujah! How simple can you get? And I am to choose how I'm going to respond. Can we trust God to give us an early warning notice, a flashing light? Attention, 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 attention. Careful, 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 careful. Hold your horses. Holy Spirit's here. Jesus is here. Let him do the work. Let him respond to whatever ugliness might face you right now. You can trust him. He will do it. Yes. Oh, how God is longing for people who can grasp that. Resist negativity to death because this is how the devil wins the world with negativity. Why do people get sick? And we have the Holy Spirit living in us. Jesus, the truth, is living in us. Let's give him the space. And I think if there is a, a closet time and a quiet time, that's when you get strong in that Holy Spirit. And you won't know it. All you do is spend the time. Read your little verse. Spend the time. But you will notice the difference during the day. Let's bless God and ourselves by walking in the Spirit. 
Learning that is the most important thing that the church can do. Anytime, but especially now, as we are facing the end time. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Help us. He says, yes, I'm right there.